This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. The SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors, which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is a visit with Cyclone Radio Network analyst Eric Haft as the Cyclones prepare for their season opener against UNI. We hope you enjoy this visit with Eric Haft. Well, Eric, you always get nervous about openers, but especially when you're playing a team that's accomplished a lot through the years, and UNI has certainly done that and has some very talented players. Um, but I think that's good for this Iowa State team to kind of figure out who they are in week one. Well, absolutely. If you, if you have aspirations to be as good as I think Iowa State has aspirations to be, uh, you welcome all challengers. And right now it's going to be a really, uh, I think, an interesting football game come Saturday. I think you look at the talent that UNI possesses, the returning players they have, the playmakers, uh, and their history of doing well against Iowa State. I think it sets up for a really solid game. What's the thing you're going to be watching the most from an Iowa State perspective? What are you most curious about? Well, I think always in the first game, I always think about tackling because you know, they haven't really done a lot of tackling, to be sure, for the last couple of weeks. And that first game, especially when you have some elusive players like the Panthers have, I think tackling is always one thing. I, I think maybe a blown coverage in the secondary, you kind of worry about that, even though Iowa State's got a lot of experience there. Uh, things like just kind of those basic things. I think uh, you have to make sure you match UNI's enthusiasm. And I, I'll be shocked if that's not the case, but it hasn't always been the case. So I think that's something you kind of keep an eye on early. How about individuals? Who are you most curious to see there? Well, I think everybody's curious to see uh, Brock Purdy and the steps he's taken from a, a fabulous freshman season uh, to uh, a sophomore year with spring football, summer, and plus the experience he gained in, in finishing sixth in the nation and passing efficiency as a true freshman a year ago. I mean, what steps has he taken? Uh, I think who replaces uh, two of the best playmakers Iowa State's had in a long, long time and David Montgomery and Hakeem Butler? Who's going to step up and fill that void? Uh, and can the offensive line take a step uh, that they started to show toward the end of last season that they're ready to be a really solid unit? I, I think those are the things on offense. And defensively, you've got a couple guys to replace, uh, to be sure. Uh, but are they going to be as aggressive? Are you going to fill those uh, two corners that we saw last year who played really well when they had their opportunities? Are, there, are they ready to be frontline guys on one of the best defenses in the Big 12? So, I mean, a few questions like that. but. Uh, and always wonder about the kicking game. Mm -hmm. Connor Asali had a good year last year. Uh, can he expand his range and be consistent from beyond 40 to 40 to 50 plus? You know, and Joe Rivera coming in as punter. Uh, those you know, special teams, games like this can hinge on special teams and often do. So those are some of the things that really stick out in my mind. It'll be interesting to see how they do try to replace Akeem Butler and David Montgomery. And I'm guessing, especially in week one, that they're not really going to be asking that of anybody. But as the season goes on, I think it's, there's the potential there for playmakers to develop on this team that can start to kind of fill that void a little bit. And, but I just don't think they're going to put it all on one guy in week one. Well, it's not like there aren't experienced guys coming back, too. You, you look at Tariq Milton and Deshante Jones. I mean, Deshante's been a three-year starter here. Uh, coming, and it started as a true freshman, Matt Campbell's first recruiting uh, season. Uh, He's a solid guy for sure. And I think you look at Tariq Milton as a big-time playmaker. Uh, I think there are other guys out there. Landon Akers has done well. Uh, but you look at the Joe Skates, uh, grad transfer, uh, LaMichael Petway. Uh, 
I think there are playmakers out there, but I think you have to identify who can make the plays when the game's on the line, who can make the play, who can make that tough catch on a possession down. I mean, those games flip over those kinds of things, and we'll see which one of these guys, young guys or some of the experienced guys, can step up and really have an impact. You know, defensively, Iowa State has, has accomplished so much under John Haycock, and what's Interesting now is that everybody kind of knows a little bit what's coming from Iowa State, but coaches talked about, well, we're going to continue to mix it up and not be predictable. But now that teams around the league have seen the three-man front and how good Iowa State is, and a lot of teams are trying to do the same thing, and a lot of teams around the country are trying to do the same thing, does it become tougher to be as effective in that three-man front, or is the talent improved enough where, you know, that makes up the difference? I think that's one of the single biggest things. That, I mean, Coach Haycock has had a great scheme, but I think one of the things is they've been able to recruit players who can play winning football at the Big 12 level. And two, these guys have been very coachable and very adaptable uh, to the things that John and his staff have tried, tried to implement. Uh, yeah, the, the other thing, too, about that three-man front, it's not just a three-man front. It's a 3-3-5, three, three, and a lot of Teams might play a 3-4, uh, but that's where you've got to have guys in the secondary who can really come up and support the run. And I think that's one of the things that Iowa State has, certainly Greg Eisworth, the defensive newcomer of the year in the Big 12 last year. Uh, but it's those guys up front. And if it's those three guys, uh, Bailey, Lima, and Uwazirike, or you put Jamal Johnson in there as four, Iowa State has flexibility to play a number of different ways. And I think one, one other thing, too, we talk about Coach Haycock and his abilities uh, as a – really brilliant mind, I think, in terms of defensive football, uh, he's not coaching the safeties anymore. He has an overall worldview of that defense. Uh, and, and I think he's creative enough. I think he'll put some new wrinkles in uh, as needed. Uh, but right now, people are still trying to catch up to that defense. And once again, uh, there's enough you know, eight starters back on that defensive unit that was among the best, if not the best, in the Big 12 last year. I think uh, they have to figure that out first before you have to worry about too many wrinkles. You mentioned tackling and how tough that can be sometimes for teams in week one. And I think we saw some of that. If you think even to the Miami versus Florida game and some of the other college football that started off the season, we saw some poor tackling. We saw some penalties and things of that nature. Um, but one thing about Coach Haycock's defense and Matt's program, this has been a very good tackling team. When you think back to the last couple of years, they do not miss many tackles. I think that's you know a lot of work and practice to be sure. Once again, having good players really helps. And we were talking to Coach Campbell earlier today, and, and I asked about the tackling question. And he said, if we have guys flowing to the football, running to the football, somebody's going to make the play. So you can kind of disguise maybe uh, slightly subpar tackling in that first game. And I think that's what he's looking for as much as anything, are guys running to the football. Today's SciCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Eric, we've seen Iowa State kind of come out of the gate slowly in Matt's first three years. Obviously, the first year is a little bit different animal, but a one and eight start that year, two and two the following year, going to Norman, Oklahoma with that whole situation. They handled adversity. Last year, one and three going to Stillwater, ranked Oklahoma State team. They handled that adversity, but at the same time, you'd love to get off to a little bit quicker start this year. Well, I think it's important. You know, if you want to reach the goals that Iowa State has set for this football team, you can't afford to have a slow start, certainly from a one-loss percentage perspective. But those last couple of years, I think you have to look at why. 
I mean, there were uncertainties in the offensive line, quarterback, uh, kind of a musical chairs, if you will, quarterback the last couple of years, and even going into the Oklahoma game two years ago, hey, let's rework the defense before we, in that bye week before we play the Sooners. So the coach has done a great job of adapting. I think they're going to start from a much more solid foundation with five returning starters in the offensive line, a quarterback that's proven to be a winner and capable of playing great football at this level. So I think you're starting at a much better place, and I'll be, and with eight starters returning on defense, you know, I'll be shocked if this doesn't, team doesn't get off to a much better start. We're obviously not the only ones excited about football. 46,000-plus season tickets have been sold. It's going to be a great crowd on Saturday. I can remember when 46,000 was a good crowd. Now that's the number of season tickets. 52 straight games. This will be, what, 53, uh, over 50,000 at Jack Trice Stadium. Uh, tells you a lot about the fans and, and what they have, uh, how they persevered through some tough times to make that, uh, that number possible. Now they're starting to enjoy the fruits, but it's a tremendous fan base. Uh, as good as any a tailgating atmosphere is as good as any in the country. And they got a football team, as Jamie Pollard said, <laughs> at this point, I think got a football team that's worthy of the fans. Let's see if we can win the day, get this thing started at 1-0. Prove it. <laughs> that's the goal. Today's SciCast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.